Going beyond the headlines? Getting to the heart of the story. Calgary Today with Joe McFarland on 770 CHQR. 42 on Calgary today. Well, as I was talking about in the business news, looking at this tariff that President Trump is talking about imposing on steel and aluminum from Canada and Mexico. Stephen Farnsworth, professor of political science, international affairs at the University of Mary Washington, has been watching the NAFTA negotiations closely. Hello, Professor Farnsworth. Hello, how are you? I'm doing well. So when we heard President Trump talk about the tariffs on steel and aluminum from Canada and Mexico, was this just a, a ploy as far as the negotiation of NAFTA goes? Well, I actually think that this should be taken more seriously than some of the things that Donald Trump says. You know, you saw with the uh, issues of the gun regulation that Donald Trump really changed his opinion a few times over the course of uh, the last week. But uh, with respect to these trade issues, it is, a, I think, a fundamental view of President Trump, going back to uh, even to the things that he wrote and said 20 years ago, that trade deals basically hurt American workers and American jobs. And so um, I don't think this is a negotiating ploy. I think this is something that is a core conviction of Donald Trump. And even though a lot of economists would disagree, that is, uh, a trade war actually hurts everybody, um, Trump does seem to be pretty committed to, uh, to moving towards some kind of tariff system. Stephen, how do comments like this impact negotiations? Because we're now on, what is it, the seventh round of the trade talks. And to have the leader of one country come out with a comment like this, what does that do then for the people who are really at the negotiating table trying to work things out? Does it set things back or is it something that they have to stand up and take notice of then? I think they have to reconfigure their negotiations and their conversations on what is the latest comment from the White House. You, uh, you would imagine it would be very difficult to, uh, to negotiate with the um, American delegation in this environment because of these decisions that are, are being uh, uh, espoused by the White House. If there was a more consistent view um, in terms of the negotiating strategy, um, I tend to think that uh, it'd be easier to do the job. But for uh, for all three countries involved here, I think this is a monkey wrench in the uh, in the works. Um, it, it you know I think as each week goes by, it's harder to imagine a way in which uh, NAFTA can be uh, renegotiated and resolved in a way that all three countries will find acceptable. I am reading that they say the negotiators have managed to complete, I think I'm seeing five of roughly 30 topic areas. And so it looks like they are making some progress. But the concern then is, does this just throw things back or do they just keep moving forward and hopefully we'll be able to come out with some type of a a new NAFTA deal? Well, of course, these con- negotiations are not being conducted with all that much transparency. It's not like a legislative hearing or something. So we don't know all the details. But the impressions I think that we're getting is that some of the easier issues have been resolved, not unlike a student looking at exams and saving the harder questions for last. These negotiators, I think, are working through some of the more difficult uh, issues in the, uh, the issues that remain unresolved. So I do think that this is going to be a very difficult process. Um, and it's important to remember that, um, that there is a certain level of, uh, of inconsistency here in terms of how the U.S. has handled the negotiation um, through the uh, process even so far in the first several rounds. Um, I think that's part of Donald Trump's deliberate strategy. If you keep the other side guessing about what you're going to say or do next, 
it keeps them off balance and makes it harder for them to uh, to negotiate with you. I think there is a a method, if you will, to the strategies that are being employed here. But even with Trump's tweet saying that tariffs on steel and aluminum will only come off if new and fair NAFTA agreement is signed, what does that mean? Well, I think what it means is that there's going to be a lot of litigation going forward. Um, the U.S. is not trying to get out of the World Trade Organization, and uh, I would anticipate even if NAFTA were uh, separate, uh, separated from that conversation, that you still have a WTO claim. That is that the Canadians, if they are not exempt or otherwise excluded from those steel tariffs, if the Europeans are not otherwise exempted from from those steel tariff issues. I tend to think that two things are going to happen. First of all, there'll be retaliatory action on the part of the Canadians, the Europeans, and any other country that is affected by this. You you know that uh, every country has to answer to a domestic political constituency. So you can't not respond. You can't just simply take it on the chin when America increases tariffs. And the second thing is that the World Trade Organization is a mechanism by which these calculations will be adjudicated. And um, that WTO, it strikes me, is not a particularly tariff-friendly vehicle for uh, for the U.S. to try to uh, accept um, a, a judgment on the part of an international organization that would look at these uh, issues and uh, resolve those disputes. That dispute mechanism is out there. Um, and my guess is that the U.S. wouldn't fare well in that conversation. But it doesn't seem like Donald Trump is thinking a lot of steps ahead in this point of view. But I, um, I think when you hear the Canadian foreign minister, for example, speaking over the last few days, that this is totally unacceptable and that the Canadian government will do whatever is necessary to protect its interests with respect to these tariffs and retaliating kind, I think you can see that we're looking um, at the edge of a pretty dark future for, uh, for these free trade agreements. Stephen, thanks as always. Thank you. Stephen Farnsworth, professor of political science, University of Mary Washington. Let's check our drive home.